0: Blog Talk
1: Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Huh.
0: My name is Quincy,
1: and
2: this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show.
1: It is almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. What's going on, people? Alright, I want to welcome all of you to a special live edition of the talk to q Radio Show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. Today is Saturday, September the 12th, and um, I don't think that I've ever done a live show on a Saturday, but um, there's a first time for everything, right? Well, first of all, let me get a little housework out the way and... Let you know that today's show is officially brought to you by TruthDevour.com and CrystalHickerson.com.
2: With graceful, effortless writing, author Truth Devour's Enigma series brings to life the contemporary romantic trilogy, Wanton, Unrequited, and Sated. There are no limits when it comes to a person's search for true love. This story feels more than real and stays with you long after the last page has been read. Wanton, the 2015 winner of the L.A. Book Festival Romance Category, is the first book in the trilogy that will get your heart pumping from the start. This is no ordinary love story. If it feels so good loving the wrong person, imagine how wonderful it's going to be when you love the right one. Do your imagination a favor. Wanton, unrequited, and sated. By Truth Devour. TruthDevour.com
0: The Novels of Crystal Hickerson The Magician The Metaphysical Action Drama About the Fight Between Good and Evil Which Holds the Fate of Man in the Balance Street Corners A tragic romantic crime saga of a man who has the hearts of two very different women in his hands. The choice he makes will hurt them both. Wanted. A ghostly story about a woman caught between the planes of life and death. It is left up to the reader to decide which reality was real. The Volunteer. The struggle of a man with his career and his life teetering on thin ice. Can love truly conquer all? And if you think this is the end for Crystal, you would be wrong. For as you listen to this, a new dynamic tale is on the way. Go to crystalhickerson.com to purchase all of her novels. Follow her on social media and listen to her on the radio at thecrystalshow.com. Enter the amazing world at crystalhickerson.com.
1: Thanks to TruthDevour.com and CrystalHickerson.com for being the official sponsors of the Talk to Q radio show. alright zero two zero two one five is the number if you want to listen in or join into today's special live show. Um, let me go ahead and welcome on my guest. My guest is making her first appearance on the show. She is originally from the Pelican State of Louisiana, but now resides in the ATL. Please welcome Miss Chastity to the Talk to Q Radio Show. chastity what's going on?
2: Hi. Hello.
1: <laughs> and I appreciate you taking the time to be on the show today and we'll go ahead and get started. All right. First okay. half of the show is brought to you all by truthdevour.com. Now, first of all, um, you're a dancer. How long have you been a dancer and, and how did you get started?
3: Um, I've been a dancer since I was about eighteen. Uh I got started, I just kinda jumped off the porch and I went to Louisiana on the train, and I didn't look back, and I just started dancing.
1: Okay, I mean, is this something you had always, you maybe thought about prior to it happening, or just something you thought you would be good at and decided to give it a try?
3: Uh, it definitely wasn't a, um, a split decision. Um, it was something that we always used to joke about when um, when I refer to we. I mean, me and my god sisters, we used to always <laughs> say that we wanted to be dancers,
1: and uh, it's just something that I actually pursued, and they ended up changing their mind. <laughs> okay, they backed out on you. So. All <laughs> right, well, as as far as the atmosphere at the gentlemen's Club, um, you know, we've seen TV shows and movies and all that stuff, but do the ladies who work there generally get along, or is it kind of a competitive atmosphere? It's nothing
3: like the movies. Um, The females actually tend to get old. Um, The only time that we have conflict is if we have a prima donna, um, which is um, like a type of female that come in and thinks she owns the place. (laughs) And that's not a problem.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, I can imagine you're going to have one of those everywhere you go, regardless of what line of work is, it is. But, uh, you know, a, a lot of women these days, especially, like to hang out in the gentlemen's clubs, you know. So as far as what you may have experienced, do they tend to keep to themselves and just enjoy the atmosphere? Or do they really get into you and the other dancers and what you're doing on stage?
3: Now, I have seen women interact, and I've seen women very shy, so it's kind of a mixture it it' it just depends on um the couple or the crowd so i mean it's 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 different type of women it's women that go full full flesh just like a man,
1: and uh-huh. women
3: that hold back you know so it's kind of like a difficult question,
1: okay, so they don't tend to be wilder than the men or anything
3: some of them do but some of them don't. It's like oh, it's a mixed crowd. It can go either way. You just have to be able to reach your customer.
1: Okay. All right. Do you approach them any differently than you would a guy?
3: No. And that's where you, you would make your mistake if you would, because females, they, they look for a good time, too. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, you don't have to approach them any differently as 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 you would a man, you know, you can approach them just like you would a man. And and they are turned on just like a man. It's not it's not a big deal.
1: Okay. All right. Now dancing is, you know, a full time job within itself. I mean your actual stage time. But your work goes farther than just the stage. How much time do you put into things like your dance routines and then going to the gym just to stay in shape? Oh, wow.
3: Um, this has become like a full-time job for me, um, working out. I, work, I have to work out at least an hour and a half a day. Um, routine, I have to keep it together, so I have to work on that at least, you know, two hours, you know, with my choreographer. And my pole pole dancer, my pole dance instructor, you know, and it gets hard and it's very difficult to juggle because I have a personal life as well. But um, I do it. I don't know how, but I do.
1: (laughs) All right. And we'll get to your personal life in just a moment. But uh, did you just say you have a choreographer and a pole dance instructor? Yes. Now, I'll be honest Uh, with you. I just assume that everyone who worked there was like self taught you know, maybe like the really big shows in Vegas or something like that, I would think so, but I just thought that your your everyday gentleman's club, you just kind of learned on your learn on your own and just kind of did things on your own or learned from other dancers. You all actually have people that teach you how to do things,
3: I do because um, like when I go to work, I don't have time the 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 club is generally packed when I'm at work so I don't have time mm-hmm. for somebody to sit up and teach me in a packed club so I have to invest in my profession outside of it if you get what I'm saying
1: I get you I get you so and as far as the typical work week for you there's something you're doing like five days a week or is it just like a weekend thing I don't I don't know what the hours necessarily entail
3: You know, um, I usually do it, um, I used to do the seven-day-a-week thing, but now I just do, like, a weekend thing, like a Friday, Saturday. And um, that's it, because um, I have more going on. Um, I'm trying to open up a business, and, um, you know, and I have more stuff that's building on to just.
1: Okay. My goodness, seven days a week, though, Chadley. If you're doing, you're doing seven days a week. I don't see where you have time to, if you were, I mean, I to do anything. I mean, that's your exercise right there.
2: Seven days.
1: Good gracious, I wouldn't even want to talk on the radio for seven days a week. All right, so um, now something that you mentioned on Facebook uh, that I came across. You mentioned something about overcoming an addiction. Can you tell us about that and how long you've been dealing with this? Oh, wow. Okay. Uh,
3: Well, there comes, I'm not saying every dancer does drugs. That is not what I'm saying, So don't get me wrong. There comes a time in your career as a dancer where you want to be addicted to alcohol, money, or some type of drugs. And that's just point blank. I didn't think it was gonna be me, but it was and, you know, I was struggling with it for like a year and I noticed my money switching, so, you know, I kinda I kinda knew it was time to get some help and I got me some help and I've been clean six months now.
1: Okay. All right, well first of all that that's great. I think it's great that you recognized that something was wrong and you sought out help to get it corrected. And I definitely wish you the best in continuing to maintain the, the sobriety. Um, I mean, but as far as working in that type of environment where alcohol and drugs, you know, normally, you know, may exist, how difficult is it to kind of stay on the straight and narrow? Um, I think, you know,
2: it's.
3: If- it's not difficult. You have to actually view it as a lesson and not a temptation. You know, um, where you know why? Why would I want to go back to where I came from? You know, why would I want to live like that? And I know where what what that life brings. You know, you wake up looking for what you're looking for, whatever you're addicted to. That's what you wake up looking for. You don't wake up looking for nothing else. And that's the life I just don't wanna live, so i- i view everything if I see something that I don't like or I see something that's gonna trigger me, I view it as a lesson not a not a temptation.
1: That's a very good way of looking at it and um I mean, do you see yourself maybe in the future uh reaching back to help others who may have run into the same type of scenarios that you did
3: i i definitely I definitely wanna um I definitely want to reach back and help others. Um, I'm also, yeah, that's one of the things I was telling you, I'm looking for opening a business called Share the Message, you know, because it's a lot of people that don't know and they think they're normal. But they're not. They're they're really sick and they don't even know it. And they need help. And, you know, some people just don't realize it like I did. So, I mean.
1: Okay, so tell me about Share the Message um, as far as, you know, what you're working on. Is it something that you're trying to do just for a local area? Do you hope to grow it someday to make it larger than just a local area? What are your plans with that? Uh, sorry? I said, what are your plans with, with the Share the Message business that you're trying to open? Um This is something you're trying to just reach your community or you want it to grow it bigger than that?
3: Not the community. I definitely want it bigger than that. I want to reach out to men and women that may be still in active addiction or still just trying to maintain sobriety because it's a hard thing. It's an everyday job that you have to maintain. And, you know, just having somebody that you can reach out and you can talk to, you know, and, yes, we have sponsors, But your sponsor's not always there. You need a healthy support system somewhere where you can come and you know you're safe. Somewhere where you know you can escape all the drugs, all the alcohol, and nothing around you is going to tempt you. I want to create an environment that's going to, to, you know, help
1: people that's in active addiction and, and trying to get help. Okay, okay, that is great. I think it's really great that you're already taking steps to do that. And let me go to the phone lines really quick to the eight five zero area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, and welcome on Buck. Buck, what's happening? What up? What up? How's everybody doing this evening? This morning? Doing mm-hmm. well, man. <laughs> what's going on, man? What
2: you got? Uh, I got a question for the for the young lady here. Um, how do you handle uh, aggressive men when you're performing?
3: I I don't tend to run into that many. Um, I mean, if I do, I definitely get it handled by a bouncer, um, and I leave off of stage. But um, I don't really tend to run into that many aggressors.
1: Okay. All right. Thanks for that question, Buck. I appreciate it. Uh, and a few more questions for you, Chastity, and we'll get you out of here. Um, as far as the other dancers that, you know, you may have worked with in the day or encountered, uh, do they normally have plans for the future? Like you you have a plan for your future with Share the Message. But does the average dancer have a retirement plan, so to speak?
3: This is a very, very difficult question.
1: And, um, you know, it's
3: hard it's hard for a dancer. From the outside looking in, everybody thinks we make a lot of money. We do. But we have to look good. We have to smell good. You know, we have to keep our appearance up. Right. So, I mean, we don't really get to save as much money because we still we put back into our appearance. And we still have bills and children. So, I mean, yeah, but it's nine times out of ten, it doesn't work. The plan they
1: have doesn't work. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I never really thought about it that way. You do have to spend a lot on wardrobe and mm-hmm. stand and shape and everything. Yeah. Wow. Hair. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yeah, it can get quite expensive just to to work. <laughs> yeah. I would <laughs> guess it. Now you mentioned children. You you have children. As far as um your kids are concerned. I mean, is it ever anything, you know, in the back of your mind that, you know, I don't want my kids to know what I do. I don't want them to go this route. Or is it completely the opposite where I do want my kids to know what I do and know that it's, you know, completely okay. It's not like it's anything illegal or whatever. And that it's fine to be expressive and make money any way you can legally.
3: Um, uh, you know, I have twin girls. They're two, and um, I, I don't want my daughters doing this, but I would not look down on them for doing it either because I am doing it, you know. And you know, I. But at the end of the day, I have to keep it open and honest with my children once they're old enough to even know. But um, yeah. Okay.
1: All right. And let me go back to the phone lines to the five oh one area code, the natural state of Arkansas. And I'll welcome on Amy. Amy, how's it going? Oh doing
2: all right. I actually just woke up. Sorry I missed the first part of the show.
1: That's fine. That's fine. Did you have a question for Miss Chassity?
2: Yeah, Chassity, I understand your world completely. Um <laughs> Q knows I was a dancer for 15 years and um, I understand what you mean about it being hard to save money because of bills and kids yeah. and money back around. Uh, you have to spend money to make money. You know, that's how I got into the world of dancing to begin with. Um, I lost my job at a liquor store and I had to keep making money, and it had been suggested to me to go uh, to dance, and so I found an ad in the paper of someone looking for dancers, and I went, and, um, you know, because I had to keep bringing in money, I couldn't, you know, afford to go without any, some kind of a paycheck, and and then from there on, it just became a trap that I tried and tried and tried to get out of, and I just kept you know going back so i completely understand what you mean both of my kids have always known what i've done and i've done you know everything i could steer them away from it and you know they've seen and heard all my stories the good the bad the ugly they've seen me break down over losing friends the drugs and alcohol and Car wrecks and and that kind of stuff, and um, so they both know that that's not a world they want to go into. But I would never judge them if they did. Okay,
1: go ahead, Chastity, if you want to respond to that.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. I I admire you so much. You know, it takes bra it takes bravery to, uh, you know, admit what you admit. You know, fifteen years. Wow, mm-hmm. that's a long time. Mm-hmm. I can't uh, picture being guess for uh, another another thirteen, twelve years. I mean, hey, I don't know how you did it. How did you do it?
2: How did I do it? I just um. It 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 became a trap and it just became second nature to me more or less. Wow. And just like you know, it's something you go and do every day. Just like washing the dishes or doing laundry or taking your kids to school. It's just something that you know you got to do every day. And I mean, I'd work double shifts think, and stuff.
3: Yeah, wow. Well, it takes bravery, and I commend you for it, honey.
2: I'm I'm just glad I was able to get out and live to tell my story. You know, because a lot of my friends Mm -hmm. didn't. Yes. Oh, yeah. And some of them have died since then. You know, to uh, since we since my era. Of all my girls that I worked with, um, okay. you know, have died. They've died, They've died to cancer. They've died. They've died to drugs and overdoses and and different things. And so, but you know, now now we all have a place on uh, on Facebook where we've all gathered and uh, talk and reminisce and share pictures of our kids and. Uh, old photos that we all have And and so we You know we All just kind of Happy we For the ones of us that you know were Able to get out wow. What, well, what made you best. What made you get into Dancing how did you get into it uh, I kind of came from a rough
3: background I was um, You know I was kind of down and out and I didn't have anybody, I didn't have anywhere to go and I just picked up and picked up with my suitcases and I had forty dollars and I paid for me an Amtrak ticket to Louisiana and and it was done. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It's kinda of
2: crazy.
1: Well, <laughs> well Amy I appreciate you <laughs> chiming in with your experience and everything. Um uh, Definitely appreciate it and good to hear your voice. I haven't heard from you in
2: a while. Yeah, uh, good luck with everything uh, that you do, Kathy. Just don't stay in it as long as
1: okay. All right, thank you very much. And all right, and so I mean, she's been through it herself and um. You know, so she, she definitely understands where you've been, Chastity. And I mean in the grand scheme of thing, when it's all said and done, do you think you might ever just write a book about your life or, or or something? Maybe something to let people know what you've been through? I think you sent this
3: question in on purpose. <laughs> I
1: um I
3: just finished um I just got back from South Beach from um closing my book deal with my public Uh, last week? Yeah, okay, Uh, congratulations. uh, Thank you. Um, so there you go. You you did that on purpose, but that's okay. (laughs) You'll be looking for it. It's called All About Her.
1: Okay, All About Her. And um, whenever that comes about as far as the release, you know, hit me up. We'll get you back on and we can talk about the book. Uh, so, sure. I said once that comes out and is released, I said hit me up when we can get you back on and talk about the book.
3: Definitely, <laughs> that have be to be a experience.
1: Like, yeah, that's something I've always uh, talked to Amy about. I said Amy could have a turn her story into a lifetime movie. I mean, you know.
3: Definitely, I. Uh, you know. Uh,
1: Okay, so where can people find you? I don't know if you necessarily give out your Facebook page or if you have a Twitter or an IG or something. But uh, do you have anywhere fans can go? Um,
3: I have shared the message on um, Facebook. I also have um, uh, I have Instagram. It's um, but um. I have Instagram, and it's, um I don't even know what the name of it is. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I got so many pages, it's, it's difficult.
1: That's fine. I understand.
3: <laughs> so I got Facebook, and I share the message. I have Instagram, and it's pretty on fleek, see, carry on. Um, And I think that's going to be the last.
1: Thing that you can find me on, so Facebook and Instagram, you guys. Okay, Facebook and Instagram. All right, I'm going to share the message right now and liking that page. Well, uh, Chastity, thank you so much for coming on the show and, and sharing your story with us. Uh, You're welcome. And you know, I just and just for those who know who, who don't know, rather as far as how this interview came about. I just happened to stumble across her page and ran through, you know, we were Facebook friends, um, at some point, I'm not sure when, but went through her timeline, saw some things and I'm like, wow. I said, you know, I'd like to bring her on and ask her some questions. She seems pretty interesting. And you, you did not disappoint. And I wish you the best of luck for you, your career, share the message and your children. Um, You seem to be very bright, got your head on your shoulders. You're a very beautiful woman. Just keep doing what you're doing, and I'm sure you'll make a positive impact in a lot of people's lives.
2: Thank
3: you. Thank you.
1: Okay. All right. So my thanks to my callers um, for joining this special live edition of the Talk to Q Radio show. Remember that you can catch the live show every Tuesday and Thursday excuse me, every Tuesday and Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, like this Tuesday, we're talking about the importance of being sexy. That's, that's something I know Chastity would know 100% about. They're, you know, it's, it's important to a lot of people to be sexy when it comes to relationships or other things. Um, for a calendar of upcoming shows, go to com for more information. Again, my thanks to Chastity, my guest, to truthdevourer.com and crystalhickerson.com for being my official sponsors. Everyone enjoy the rest of your weekend. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Hmm. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm going it live.
2: Call go ahead.
3: Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what I meant.